DJ Drama, where the fuck that nigga at, bro? I think he's somewhere. That's it's the remix, baby. Mm. Yeah. Keep, Keep that white girl. Christina Aguilera. Hey. Baby girl, I can't hear Everybody you. love drug talk. You don't gotta sell drugs and love drug talk. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't gotta sell drugs at all to love drug talk. I love Jeezy. I'm not homo Paul. Nah, nigga, I love Jeezy. Jeezy, that nigga, bro. You know what I'm saying? Salute to my top five favorite rapper. Jeezy. Jizzle. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? 1738, nigga. 8732. Did I fuck up the numbers? No, 1738 is the same, but 8732, that's like his clothing brand. That's his clothing brand. I remember the 8732, you know what I'm saying? CTE, Corporate Thug Entertainment, baby. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The Snowman. Nigga got banned from all the schools in the country. You don't just get banned. Listen, you don't just get banned from all the schools in the country when you don't have influence. You feel me? Facts. And more more than anything, nigga, I fell in love with Jeezy. Off the motherfucking recession. Because he was talking about the political landscape. He was talking about motherfuckers is broke. Nigga mm-hmm. ain't got no job. Nigga ain't got nothing to do. He said the light But bill. trap or die, nigga. Like, come on, son. Trapping ain't dead. These niggas just scared. I mean, that's honestly a fact, man. Shout out to the Jeezy man. Like, listen, uh, TM 104. No, TM 103. TM 103. Uh, TM 101. TM. Trap or die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's it? El, um, he had the the mixtape where he was talking about it's the world, it's a mundo, it's a mundo. Listen, and Shardy on Shardy on the gram threw it back earlier this week. I, I'm mad I can't shout you out because I can't remember, but she threw it back to some OG. Oh, Listen, being when you running with BMF like, and that's how you come in the game. It's a it's a, it's it's definitely sets the tone for your career, and my man has exceeded it. And talking about that, yeah, yo. That's snow. You don't gotta you don't gotta sell do drugs to love drug talk. Just listen, like, it's entrepreneurial. Let's just, let's at just the, talk at, about at it. The, at the at the the very minute level, it's entrepreneurial. It's entrepreneurial, bro. You took something. You can't eat. Took nothing, made it something. You can't eat. Put that bacon soda on that. You know what I'm saying whipped it up and then listen, <laughs> made magic. Black people are innovative. I keep telling this myself every day. Like black people are so innovative, dog. Listen. Like realize. It's fucked up out here. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to get a job. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The government not holding you down. Mm-mm. What we going to do? We going to sell something. And listen. What we going to do? We going to sell something that brings... Now, granted... Yes. I was about to go there. Granted. I was going to say the, the negative effects. Yes. But you know what? On some real shit, nigga, fuck it. I'm just going to say the weak, the weak don't survive. And if you out here... And listen, I feel... Listen, I'm very compassionate type of person, but... You gotta stand on somebody back. On the on the, I mean, you can't even get mad at that. Like honestly, it's it's business. It's uh, demand and uh, supply and demand. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. And I'm mad. People want to do. And drugs. I'm mad. And I'm mad. It was our community that we that that was the the supply that we were supplying the shit to. And I'm mad. And and I don't like the effects of it. But 
shit, your body feeds on itself when you when you starving. Don't when you when you when you starving, what's the body do? It start to feed on itself. And is we only doing this because the environment is pushing us to do that. That's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had yeah. nothing else to eat. We had to fucking feed on ourselves. And now and now that when Jeezy got out, what did he start talking about? He started talking about empowerment. He's talking yeah. about trusting your process. He's talking about building your business. Corporate thugging entertainment. Corporate CTE thugging. So we took we we started in one place, but we not staying in that place, and we moved on. Shout out to Jeezy. Hmm. Salute to. Uh, I mean, I hate to use like rap in a sense, but salute to anybody that has come from circumstances and environments that have not been ideal. You didn't have the silver spoon. Mm-mm. And you made it to where you at now. You know what I'm saying? That's that's even if it's not drug talk, that's empowerment talk. You know what I'm saying? Like you grew up in the hood, you got a degree, you got a four hundred one k, you got a seventy five thousand dollars seventy five thousand dollar job. Like you know shout what I'm out to the four hundred one k man, same for your retirement. All you know of what that. I'm saying it's it's especially for black people, man. We are from the bottom. We are at the bottom. And if and if and if you're and if our generation shout out to like I'm gonna speak for myself. My generation, I wasn't at the bottom, but guess what? My mother, my grandfather, they got it off the dirt road. And to, they put me into the place where I was at. And that's what, that's important for us as generations going forward is mm-hmm. what we're doing now. Even though we're not, you know, we're not millionaires, but we're trying to set up the foundation. Mm-hmm. So where our kids, like you, didn't have to like, and I, me, me, myself, me, myself as well. Like I didn't grow up in, you know, the hood and stuff like that. My dad worked hard in the military and my mom as well to set me up where I didn't have to live those circumstances. Exactly. And that's what black people in general were trying to do. As far as I know, is to set us, set up our children and our children's children. So where we don't even have to worry about those circumstances anymore, man. Exactly. So if you, and you build a building foundation, building upon that foundation and we're just going to keep elevating. Elevating is the word, man. So my grandfather did what he did, so my mother could do what he could do, so I could do what I could do, so my kids can do what they can do. Facts. And we ain't going backwards. I done stumbled enough, you feel me? I don't know what I'm saying. I got back up, and then we keeping it running. So that's really what it's about. But that drug talk. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Because <laughs> guess what? Because when you started, when you start talking about that drug talk, like I think about it, every fortune and like people say, that every every millionaire and all this wealth that these these people have in this country, it was built off a of crime. They did, they built, they shit, nigga, the the Rockefellers, mm-hmm. the Kennedys, mm-hmm. all these corporate motherfuckers, they did crime to build whatever they built. They mm. stole something, they robbed something, they did something under the table. They listen. All these motherfuckers trying to act like they legit and they're so pure and they're so this and they're so that. They none of that. It's just that when you acknowledge it, they don't. They don't want you to acknowledge this shit. That's what it really comes down to. So, mm-hmm. ain't nobody clean in this world, man. Ain't nobody clean in this world. It's hard to make it. It's hard to be. It's hard. It's hard to keep your. Legit. It's hard to keep it your integrity in this game called life. Yes, because sometimes is. you're gonna be dealt with. Situations where you're like, well, there's a gray area, and I'm gonna live in that bitch. Shit, I'm chilling in the gray. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call me matter of fact, man. I got a new K, AKA. Call me Mr. Gray. Gray, Mr. Gray. Okay, Mr. Gray. Terry, AKA Mr. Gray. Okay, you got something to keep it funky with? I'll go first though, if if I can. Jeez, you go ahead, that. bro. So on. shout out to my nigga Gary, man. Like he uh he hit me to this conversation where um I was not aware of that's going on and. I guess it wouldn't be my part of Twitter, 
but <laughs> uh, there's a debate. <laughs> it would um, be my part of Twitter. <laughs> there's a debate on washing your legs in the shower. Mm. I got wind of this. I did yes. get a little wind of this. So I've been doing my research on this, and this is like, this is a mayo discussion. Mm. Uh, mayo show for mayonnaise. Yes. Um, so apparently people think just because you take a shower, you don't have to wash your legs because the water... It's just gonna travel down. That's, that does, that's not how it works. So your legs don't get washed. Okay. So Taylor Swift and I don't know Savannah Guthrie, they weighed in on it, and Taylor Swift basically said because she shaves her legs every day, basically, um, they consider that the same as washing their legs because you're putting the soap on it and your your legs and you're shaving yourself. So you have to wash your legs per se like that, you know, the water and the shaving aspect. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But the other sense is like, so if you weren't shaving your legs, you're not putting soap on that part of the body. Hmm. That is, I'm looking at your eye right now. (laughs) And, um, dog, come on, son. That ain't how it works. Son, son. (laughs) That ain't, listen, I just, I don't understand. Number one, we all know about the wash rag situation. They don't in, use it. amongst they, communities. They don't use it. And num- and let me just talk about my wash rag situation. I have a face and I have an ass. <laughs> I have one for my body and I have one for my face. Two wash rags, and I change those at least weekly. At, at least, least. At least. I use one wash rag for my face for a week, and I use the one wash rag for my body per week. Now, put the soap on the wash rag. Mm-hmm. Onto it, I use body wash sometimes. Put the so- body ru- and I rub it in to the wash rag. Get my arms, get under my arms. I spend a lot of time under my arms because that is a hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a hot spot. Yeah. The hot spots you spend more time. Yeah. Between the legs, the crevices, butt crack, hot spot. Rinse it off, rinse it out, soap it up again. Damn. And you, my legs. I put more. I put soap on my legs. I put soap on the wash rag. Rub the wash rag. Wash my legs because my legs. I, I work in um, a field where I move a lot. So my legs, at the end of the day, they are kind of sticky from sweat. Like, they are sticky. So I have to wash my legs. The fact that these people are telling me that they only wash the upper torso of their body and expect the soap to, to run down their leg and get the dirt off of it and get the, get the sweat it's, out of their skin. It's, 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 it's telling me that we really do live different lives. It's two different worlds. It's two different worlds. Like you don't even think about washing your legs like And listen, I and I have I have I'm a man. Yes. You sweat. My feet, no, this talking about my feet specifically. Okay. My feet smell differently sometimes. Yeah. I bet they didn't even wash their feet. I get I put soap I specifically there's a point in this is the last part of my shower. I put more more body wash on my rag and I get my top of my foot, get underneath my foot and I get in between my toes. No, I'm coming clean. I don't do it every time. <laughs> but I don't go more than two, three days without getting in between my toes and the bottom of my feet. Taylor Swift. And what's the other Joan name? Samantha Guthrie. You, you're tripping. You better, well, you better wash your legs. Okay, now that I'm reading more into it, it's, people are saying, so Taylor Swift says she washes her legs in the shower because she uses the shower cream and that's kind of like soap. So she's not putting soap on. Yeah, no, she's shaving. She's using her leg. water. She's shaving her legs with w- shower cream. With the shaving cream. Shaving cream. It's not shower cream. Shaving cream. And when she shaves, the water is gonna wash off, and that's gonna. That use, ain't washing the dirt. That's gonna. That's in the oil. That's her solution to washing her legs. Listen, bro, you do what you want to do with your life. 
I know what I want to do with my life, and I'm I'm a young single man. I gotta be clean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody bunning up a dirty dude. Taylor, you got a lot of money. I'm sure it's a lot of white dudes trying to bun up a dirty junk. Handy business. Dirty joke. Handy of business. <sighs> I can't do it. I can't do that. <laughs> Maybe she can. She got millions. So I'm reading the article. So according to Dr. Joshua Zankner. I don't know. Zackner. 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 He is a clinical researcher or doctor at my Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. He said you really don't have to spend a lot of time lathering your legs. Okay. Okay. He says unless your legs are visibly soiled, you don't have to wash them directly with the cleanser. Mm-hmm. The cleanser that drops down from your body is enough to remove most of the dirt and okay. sweat that accumulates during the body. I respect it. I'm a little bit more active than Taylor. But he says, he does stress to have it that you do not get a pass on not washing your feet. Okay, there you go. So your leg's good. According to Dr. Zephyr, I ain't trusting no Dr. Zechner. <laughs> I'm, I'm trusting Dr. CB, Dr. Abumte, my African doctors. I'm talking to y'all. Yeah. But Zechner, I bet. You say what you want to say for the white I mean, I guess it makes sense, but come on, son. Like... Just take the extra time. Listen, shout out, shout out to um, shout out to Washington, and shout out to to being clean, man. I like smelling good. I don't like being insecure about my smell. I don't like being, you know, what I'm saying, I don't like being insecure about things like that. So, but that is a phenomenon. I just, you know, sometimes every day, I'm amazed that not everybody does certain things. Bro, the same. I'm telling you, and I, I talked about the shrooms last episode, I believe. Uh-huh. When I was on the mushrooms, you see all the different worlds that are within this world. Uh-huh. It's not just the way we do things that how people do things. Some people, some groups and sects have totally different practices that are totally different from our practices. Some people do things that we are like, what the fuck? And I, some people look at us and they're like, you wash the bottom of your feet? <laughs> you you put soap on your legs? No, the water just washes it off. That's how it is, bruh, bruh. I'm trying to tell you, Bob. I'm trying to tell you. So I was just Lou Garrett for giving, enlight, enlightening me. Enlightening me? Enlightening. Yes, enlightening me on this phenomenon that goes on in the, uh, the lighter side of Twitter. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I like to know what other people are doing it's interesting it's interesting like we we know we're a part of black twitter right to the to the day i die yeah. <laughs> but sometimes i want to dive into white twitter yeah. no it's hard to break into because yeah. i'm not i don't know who to follow to get into white twitter yeah like i guess yeah. i need more white friends but i'm close to latino twitter like yeah. latino and like i'm close to that because you know dominicans and puerto ricans yeah. and the island people like I'm on, on, not on Twitter, but on IG. I'm kind of in that community. Yeah. I be having to hit translate on some captions sometimes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like our my bond is closer with that part of Twitter. Because they're part of you. Like, then with the closer, white. Yeah. They're closer to your genealogy. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. Latinos and, yeah. and blacks were yeah. kind of my Spanish. My Spanish is rusty. Um, But I'm about to, matter of fact, I'm going forward in the rest of 2019. I want y'all to hold me to this. I'm going to do better with my Spanish. True. I, I I bought I bought a um, Rosetta Stone. Oh, you better learn, nigga. You spend so bread. I've been bullshitting. You bullshit. Quit bullshitting. Yeah. So I need to. I was trying to. I want to learn Spanish as well because that is going to be. Que te I say later. That is going to be the uh, 
the highest demographic in the U.S. Oh, it's one Bonita. Yeah, Bonita. So, so you need to learn how to speak Spanish. Bonita. So they, me so, gusta. So, they at least, so you at least know what they're doing to your tacos when you order. You hear food. me. And I tr- but I trust y'all. I trust y'all to an extent. Yeah. I trust y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for that. Thank um, you, Gary. Thank you, G. Shout out to you, man. Um, I'm going to go into my shit, and you know I'm going to keep it personal because I got to. Um, I love you, hoes. I love you. All right. I love you, but I can't love you. Why can't you love them, Terry? Let me say it one more time. I love love you, hoes, but I can't love you because I love myself more than I love you. These hoes don't love you back. Kind of like the game. The game don't love you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we playing this game in life. We playing this corporate game. We playing this American game. But it don't love me. You know what I'm saying? It act like it love me. It want to make me think it love me, but it don't fucking love me. So I can't love you back. I can't reciprocate, bro. Like, I literally, my whole life, and it's a gift and a curse, I've only operated off reciprocation and off of energy. Mm-hmm. I only could give what I get to a certain extent. I could give a little bit more, but not goddamn much more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to... I'm not talking about hoes, like, specifically women. But, like, I'm just talking about, like, all the games, all the fucking tricks, all this, the system, bro. The system. I, can, I can't love you. I love you. I love, I love capitalism. I love buying shit. I love money. I love, I don't, but I can't love you. I can't love any of this shit, bro. I love liquor. I love weed. I love, I love clothes. I love, but I can't love you. I can't because you don't fucking love me. The liquor don't love me. I drink too much liquor. What the fuck happens? The liquor talk to you. The liquor talk evil <laughs> shit. The liquor do evil shit to me, Chris. The liquor talk to you, bro. The liquor be telling me, touch her hair. <laughs> I don't know her. The liquor be like, touch it. It's okay. You're drunk. She'll let it go. <laughs> the weed, you know what the weed be telling me? Now the weed, me and the weed get along a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes me and the weed be beefing. No, me and the weed beef. But I've been forgetting. That's, that's the trick of the weed. The weed, you ah, smoke it, yeah. and then you, when you get down, you be like, facts. man, what the fuck was I thinking about? Facts, facts, facts. Can't facts. remember. But, and when it comes to these hoes, I be like, you act like you love me. You give me attention sometimes. I know you don't love me. Last episode, my man, Chris Briss played this shit, bro. I love you, but I can't love you at the same time. See, that's why you don't need a hoe, my brother. You need to mm. see. Break it down for me, Bob. Because you say you can't love these hoes, and that's and and that's a fact. You can't love these hoes. I can't, but I do. But but you can love, you know, one queen. Mm. You can love your queen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The hoes ain't meant to be loved. The queen mm. is. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think you're just expressing how you feel because you're frustrated now. I'm a little frustrated. If, I'm not saying you want to settle down, but you're tired of out here. I see, I see, I feel your energy. Yeah. And you're tired out here shooting your shot every game. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And not getting a contract. And not getting a contract. Getting signed. They know you can hoop. They know you can hoop. But they just, they're stringing me along. They're like, yo, we could, we could get them for this much. We can get them undervalued. They keep sending you, they keep uh, sending you 10 day contracts. You know, they're trying no. to send me back to the D League. You don't want no 10 day contract. I don't want no fucking 10 day contract. You need to sign me to the fucking max deal. And guess what? Listen, it's just like I don't love Because you're a max player, my brother. I am a max player, but you got to earn it. I understand that. Sure. I understand sure, my of course. Part. I understand my part. Sure. But we're not talking about my part right now because I'm coming through on my part. Facts. We're talking about your part. Yes. 
I like that in that. That was a yeah, good one. You attend the, you you are you are a burgeoning star. I'm a max player. They trying to chime me you on a star. Days. They I'm know ten days. They shit. trying to get your your labor for cheap. You need to lock me up for two, for three to four years. I'm trying at to least, tell you. At least this, this is we just still NBA terms. I'm ready to Shorty, let me, let me I fuck it, I'll say it on the mic. Shorty tried to say to me the other day, You don't believe in marriage. I remember you said that shit before. I'm like, what? Who said I don't believe in marriage? Who said that? Who said that? She said, you said it. I said, I might have said it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, I said that shit. But man, you know I had to say that shit. Because we ain't on that type of level. Facts. But for the record, I do believe in marriage. I do believe in commitment. I do believe in in building a foundation and a bond with somebody. And I'll sign the fucking papers to you. Hmm. That's the part that I had to get adjusted to, but at this point in my life, I'm turning 28 next month. We got I, for that. I yeah. am not opposed to marriage. I understand what it is. I'm ready to take vows. I would, I would take vows in front of God and my family and say, I'm committed to you forever. And then go to and then get the notary republic to watch me and you sign some paper. I'm with it. Now, the first question is why you should ask her, like, so why is it marriage? Why can't we just be committed to each other? See, so now, now what's what's wrong with the commitment to each other? Of course, we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. But that's when you get to the levels. That's what we need to get. We need to show levels of commitment first for me to just jump out the porch. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't even know if I want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? You know what exactly. Saying? So but like, that's when they're talking about the levels, like. That's that's because that's always my argument when people talk when when I talk to women about marriage like the commitment should be between should be between me and you right not between me you and the government Correct. it's me and you laying down before at night. we have that commitment for the gov- before we tell the government we're ready we need to be ready exactly and but exactly so I'm with that me and you commitment like the level so I'm with that me and you commitment if me and you got that commitment I'll sign whatever the fuck you want me to sign. Because I already know how we rocking. Right. I already know how you rocking. I already know how I'm rocking. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. So the papers ain't shit. But as a man, I just want women to understand, and I think they do understand to an extent, that men are apprehensive. Well, Terry's been apprehensive about just openly telling bitches. Sorry, saying bitches. Openly telling bitches, <laughs> hell yeah, I want to get married. I'm ready. Let's go. No, because it's bullshit. You telling me to sign a paper to tell you I love you, that doesn't equate in my brain. Mm. But let's bring it full circle. Mm. You you already, actually, it's not even got to get full circle because we off on another tangent and the tangent made better sense. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody looking for no hoes. Hoes, this, matter of fact, this might be me saying goodbye to hoes. Mm. Bye hoes. I used to love you. I can't love you no more. I don't think you love hoes. You love the game. Yeah, but the game don't love me. So exactly, trying to get out. You don't love hoes, like no one loves hoes. But you like, yeah. you like the game. You like, you like, you like getting out in the field and talking to girls, and you know, the 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 back and forth, the, back the banter, and forth, the, you know, what I'm saying, the you sex. go out and see different people. You know, what I'm saying, there's something, there's something about the, that. The tongues and the the, the, right. the skin, all and the, right, and the, I like it all. But you know what I like even more than that? And that's where we're going. Peace of mind. And that's what you will get with the queen. Shout out to you. Queen. And guess what? Now, I think I think we've actually shout out to this therapy session. All my keeping funkies be therapy on the set. So thank you for this therapy session. Um, Cabajos, it was nice knowing you. If you ain't if you ain't talking about shit, I'm gonna curve you. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that's my keep it funky for the day. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, that's a really. Good, I do use this as well for therapy. Therapy. Yeah, um, you, you definitely. Yeah. Last episode, you, you, you. Yeah. You, you. you I want to salute. Some shit. I want to salute uh, the people that reached out to me and gave me advice. And you know, this is this is very. It's a very um, unusual problem that I've ran ran into. But it's more common than you think. And I'm seeing that now, and I appreciate people that are interacting with the podcast, interacting with me, that saying that yeah, I went through that as well. Like you know, what I'm saying when you're 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 in a new situation, and you just you don't even want somebody to call like a ride or die. You just want somebody to kick it with once or twice. You know, I'm saying. Let me just say this right now. You're getting weird again. I'm sorry. Don't talk about your friends being ride or dies. All right, let's try it. That's right. There I'm you wrong. go. You're wrong. You're talking about I'm, 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 I'm going to keep talking, and then I'm going I'm to I'm be your, uh, your like, the, like the Obama nigga from uh, Camp Pill. Okay, yeah, His, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, be yeah, that for yeah, you. Yeah, I got okay, you. Okay. I'm going to tell you what he really so, means. I'm a, I'm a, so, it's not like you're looking for a nigga that you want to talk to every single day. Uh, yes, I don't need a nigga I want to text every day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe on Friday, happy hour. Let's you link up, bro. I'm about, to be, I'm about to be at the bar, son. Pull up. Yeah. First round. I got you first round, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, uh, you know, we could, we could, we could, we could, it sounds weird as fuck. I got you. We can go, uh, you know, go to the gym. You know, go hang out. Go, go to the gym and then go after. Hoop, go hoop or something. Go grab some food and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what Do what saying? niggas do. Talk nigga shit. Yeah. Because you know what? I think that's what you're missing. You're missing that nigga talk sometimes. Yes, yes, Like, yes, your yes, woman, yes. listen, what I've realized from looking at my friends and relationships, like, the, the bond you got with your woman is great, but you also need that bond. You need that nigga time. You need that mm-hmm. nigga talk. You need that that real talk sometimes. You know, you need somebody that you could just kick it with be like, yo, bro, this fucking bullshit. You could talk and be yourself and not censor yourself. Yes. Because uh, last see, episode, we told you, you got to keep it 85-15. Don't keep it 100. And I seen... I seen the, the comments and the tweets about like, oh, it's weird to keep it... Uh, you should keep it real with your I saw that. and others. I saw that shit too. And Fuck out of here. No. You're tripping. You lie to your mother, right? <laughs> and you love your mama. You love your mama. You kill for your mama. But, but you, you ain't tell her when you snuck out, did you? <laughs> <laughs> did you tell her when you I snuck out? I did not. I did not. I left. Listen, I snuck out and I ain't say shit to my mama. Guess what? I was murdering y'all nigga. You nigga, you ever. You, nigga, you touch my mama, I kill you. Shit, nigga, but I'm I didn't tell bloody, her. Bloody nigga. It ain't going to be no gunshot, nigga. Straight knife gang. Nigga, cuts. Yeah, it's 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 on lacerations. site. It's, Lacer- on, it's the definition of on site. Since my mom is on site, it's lacerations. But I did oh, lie to her when I told her I didn't come home drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. You drunk, Chris? No, I'm just tired. I was blasted. <laughs> I didn't come home high, but my eyes was red as fuck. Like, Chris, you high? No, I'm just no, tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. It was a long day. All right, baby. All right, you I'm know, go to sleep. I lie like a bitch. I love my mama. 100%. You lie to one. You lie to the ones you love. Yes, eighty five fifteen. That's that's the percentage we agreed on. Yeah, eighty five fifteen. I bet I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? So why would you? That's a different tangent. Keep bro. it funky. Yeah, I'm just, that shit's smelly. We kept it funky enough, bro. <laughs> we kept it funky. Um, we'll be right back because we got something to. It's a uh, a common theme and a common uh, let's say. Um, recreational activity mm, okay. that we might find out that's not as it's not as bad as we think it is. I'm ready. I'm interested. <laughs> we'll be right back. 
get it now you'll get it after this you get it after this um so and uh we talked about it, we briefly talked about it in uh our keep it funkies with about you know black people and striving mm-hmm. and we love drug talk hell yeah even though you don't gotta do drugs yeah yo. or sell drugs well some people sell drugs but a lot of people do drugs a lot of people and um i want to talk and have a real honest conversation this might sound weird when I say it. Is cocaine really that bad? Cocaine. Now I don't listen. So listen, it is a what? What schedule did? Is it scheduled? It's a schedule one. It's a schedule one drug. So it is kind of in the law, eyes of the law is bad, it's right? It's the worst. It's the worst. But if you look at our best creators, <laughs> the the people that made the best art, they was on. They was drugs. on coke. No, we're like, because we talked about this a little bit in pre-production. Like, we want to be specific about what we're talking about. We're talking about cocaine. We're talking about cocaine we're, powder. We're talking about cocaine powder. We're not talking about heroin or not talking about meth, meth, meth or, or crack. Rock. Or crack. We're talking about cocaine. About and, cocaine. And I don't know if they did more than cocaine, but I know that they, they did, did cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it for him more time because that was that was a bar. Yes, I don't know if they did. Crack, crack rock, but I know they did the powder. Yes, all of them. <laughs> yes, Whitney, Basquiat, Jimi Hendrix, name them, motherfucking Bobby, Bobby, nigga. We can, you can go. Chris Brown. Listen, I had my theory on. Oh God, I never really got my theory off because it was one of the very early episodes where I was just saying very crazy shit. I was like, Michael Jackson chopped his nose off so he could do more cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one? Yes. I was. My theory was Michael Jackson. Didn't deform his face because he was trying to be Peter Pan. He deformed his face because he, he wanted, wanted to do more blow. And he had, them big, he had them big nigga nostrils. And, and he was going to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was self-preservation. He was like, nigga, these nostrils, I'm going to sniff up Columbia. I need to chop, need to chop these down. And some hey, white people nostrils. Chill out, B. Because white people nostrils can handle cocaine at a better pace. Because it's smaller. So it's smaller. smaller intake. Smaller. <laughs> I'm so mad the episode never came out. <laughs> But that was one of my Keep It Funkies yeah. very early in the beginning. I was like, Michael Jackson didn't cut his nose off because he was trying to be white. He cut his nose off so he could sniff more yayo yes. and make PYT. <sighs> he was awesome, dope. Michael Jackson so, definitely, see, because see, he ended up being on that. Ike, Ike was on Big Coke. Coke. But see, Ike got on that Coke and got violent. Yes. Tina Turner definitely did Coke. She did Coke. Rolling. <laughs> Rolling. 
<laughs> rolling on the river. She was on that yeah. That's a rap metaphor for being on coke. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What you roll? They didn't have actually back then. No. So what you think they was rolling on? On that, yeah, yo. All I love is yeah, yo. Come on, son. So c- continue to introduce the. All right. Kid, so uh, so the we just had a, a real gentleman, <laughs> a gentleman. Yeah, because cocaine is a gentleman's drug. A gentleman's drug and is a gentleman's conversation on cocaine. Mm-hmm. And one, please. Do not use this conversation as a means to go try cocaine if you do no, not want to do are, cocaine. We are not advocating it. Just, just like we did for uh, the world ending with Thanos. Yes. This is just a hypothetical conversation. Hypothetical. I have never done drugs or cocaine. Yes. Specifically, Terry, hell time though, all the drug talk that I've done, I've never sniffed cocaine in my life. Ever. All right. All ever. Right. Not one time. So no, nobody on this platform has done cocaine. And But, but... I have been in sh- rubbing shoulders with people that have done cocaine. That have done cocaine, and I'm pretty sure our, you know, any job CEO. Yep. Oh, if you're a CEO, co- he got a pack on him. Listen, every CEO. First of all, CEO stand for cocaine. Um, what's the E stand for? Uh, executive office. Executive office. <laughs> That's the title of the show. Cocaine executive office. First of all, every CEO. Your corporation, your little ass they do company, coke. they do coke. He does coke on the weekends. Yes, not not every day because he's functioning. Yes, he's a functioning cokehead. He does it on Friday, Saturday, and a little Sunday just so he can wake up Monday. Be- before he does cocaine, before five p.m. Mm-hmm. So at the five p.m., he stops and you know gets how you know together. how you know how CEOs answer all them emails so fast. Mm. They do a line. So like I'm saying, is cocaine really that bad? And so a lot of our Mm-hmm. Our, 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 you talk about the artists. Yeah, already. a lot of our artists, a lot of our creatives, they are on, let's say, different schedules. Yes, most so, of them schedule one. Yeah, schedule two for sure. <laughs> schedule two for sure, because I think marijuana schedule two. I believe I don't know. I was talking about something different. Okay, but I just uh, wanted to clear that up just yes. for the record. Um, for sure, most of your artists are on schedule one, but if not schedule one, they're at least on schedule two. But continue. Yeah. So the schedule I was talking about mm-hmm. was work schedule. <laughs> Okay, there you go, schedule. So they work at different times, so that it could be either late night or they work long, like long 24 hours. hours of like in the lab creating shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're creating an especially album. Especially if you're touring, yeah, you're touring, albums. you know, making movies, you're writing scripts. You don't work regular you hours. You don't. No, you don't. You don't. The best, the best shit happens during like those twilight hours, mm-hmm. like day to night, like mm-hmm. the transition periods. Mm-hmm. That's when like, as a, as a I, I'm going to call myself this because like I'm, I'm starting to identify with it more. I am a creative. As a creative, I understand like that's when the best shit happens. Late night, early morning. That's when you get inspired. That's when the shit flowing better. Yeah. And um, a Red Bull not going to do it. Mm-mm. Coffee not going to do it. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? A blunt not going to do it. It'll do it, It'll but, do it, it. but guess what? You need to get over the hump. You're not yeah. trying to be average. You're trying yeah. to be great. If you, the greats. The greats. We're talking about the greats. We're not talking about your average SoundCloud yeah, rapper, bro. even though they probably do coke. But I'm talking about <laughs> the greats. We're yeah, talking about man. Prince and Michael. And, but you know what? And there are exceptions to the rule. I understand that. I don't know if Prince did cocaine, but I'm sure he let bitches do cocaine around him. <laughs> he, he, all right. You know what? You're probably right. Prince was probably too classy to do cocaine, but he had a, he had a, a, a cocaine area. Yeah, like, he's like, like, if you can do it, go over there and then come back. Yeah, don't do it in front of me. I don't like yeah. to watch you. Guys I mean, if you've seen any movie that was in the '80s or or movies that <sighs> have been created about things Bro, in the '80s, I was born 80s, in the wrong era. They bro. were doing coke 
in 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 studio what fifty nine? They were doing fifty four. Fifty four. They were doing coke everywhere in the city. Bro, and I feel like it was definitely more people. This is before the crack era. Like yeah, crack era was crack, crack, crack era. era was like eighty three to whenever. Y'all could correct me. But um when it was the seventies, that's when I feel like when it was just cocaine and hair, of course heroin. But like I feel like I was born in the wrong time. Like when it was really like a a social drug, it was a party drug, it was more acceptable. Mm-hmm. They weren't cracking down on it as hard because they saw that people weren't as productive. Well, it was it was they were cracking down because it was uh, let's, let's just a politically correct term Affluent people using cocaine mm-hmm. or Yes, yeah, yes, yes White yes, people, yes. And that's people what, with that's, money And then we could we talk about the socioeconomic level of the shit That's probably why crack got cracked down Crack got cracked down mm-hmm. So bad because it was the lower Socioeconomic people doing it mm-hmm. The poor people were doing Crack because they couldn't afford cocaine, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Crack is cheaper than cocaine if you if you if you don't even work a job, you can't afford a, a gram of coke. Mm-mm. But you can afford a crack rock. Yes, you can. It's twenty dollars. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, continue about what you're saying. I'm sorry I took you off. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean that's where I was at. Like you know, when we if we look at if you look at drugs at a high scale, we're not advocating doing drugs any type of drugs. Another disclaimer. Yes, we're not doing. If that. you look at drugs at a, a at a scale of mm-hmm. Let's say of of uh, harmfulness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Talk about so, it. Okay. You, you know, you got to, your higher levels. You got you know heroin, meth, meth, heroin, opiates, opioids. Yeah, opioids. So that's heroin is opioid. Yeah. Meth is I don't know if meth opioid. Meth is a meth. Meth is I don't think it's but thing. opioids and then meth, methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. Da- they're very damaging to your body. Acid. To your acid too. Acid. I mean, I think acid. I put that in a different. I've never done it, but like, I want to stick. The, I can't talk to acid. All right, so, so you let's, put acid in the category. So let's, let's stick with the three we just got, though. Methamphetamines. So like, they're very damaging to your body. Yes, your your, your physical appearance. Crack. Your, we'll put crack up there too. Yeah, crack, crack, because that's not pure cocaine. So yeah. it's very damaging to your body. Yes, your internal organs, your respiratory shit, your fucking teeth. You see how people? You know, old smoker. Like, <laughs> I do this game <laughs> nowadays that I play. Okay. If you look at somebody with no teeth. You could tell they used to use drugs mm, back in the day. Yeah, it's very damaging to your, you know, what I'm saying your mouth, your teeth, all those things like that. It's physically, it's very taxing. Mm-hmm. But if you look at cocaine, it's not that it's less taxing. You, it's it's harder to tell a cokehead. It's less taxing. Now you could tell a coke addict, but like someone that's recreational use of coke, it's harder to tell. Chris Brown singing and dancing and doing backflips to March Madness on a yeah. If his face, if his facial features weren't so bony. Yeah, you wouldn't even know he was because he was already sunken in. Like and that's yeah. exactly we talk about your appearance. All those shits, it sink. It does take a toll on you. We're not saying that cocaine is the best thing since since uh, kale. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying you should you should do it like you do amino acids. Facts. We're just saying that when it's temperate and it's recreational, it's not the worst thing in the world. That's that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm seeing as I'm getting older. I'm learning into more of people's like, especially our creatives, like their work habits. Especially older, you know, a little bump here and James there. James Brown did it. A little bump here and there, keep the party going. I, he lived to seventy two. I got it. Ow! Watch me. If you all right, I will advocate. Wait, advocate. Wait. advocate, advocate get good coke. Oh yeah, no, and that's also a stipulation we put around this conversation. Pure. Everything has to be pure. We're not talking about the shit that stepped on, the shit that's trampled on. Yes. Pure cocaine from the leaf. From the leaf to the to, to the process all through, 
the 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 grade A shit because I I am gonna speak for myself right now. This has nothing to do with Chris. Molly, I've done Molly, which is MDMA. I actually wrote a twelve page paper, twelve page paper about it in college that they wanted to publish. Um, Molly MDMA is supposed to be Molly supposed to be pure MDMA. When it's pure, it's less adulterated, it's less stepped on, it's less um less variables in it. So it's the high is more intense and the come down is softer. When you do things that are stepped on and adulterated, there's a lot more variables in it. When you do ecstasy pills, you don't know what's in that pill. When you do, when you do crack or meth, you don't know what's in these things. That's why the, the people overdose. That's why people do crazy things. But also people overdose when things are too pure. But when it's pure, you get the smoother ride. Mm. Just speaking from my opinion, it's, very, it's, it's a lot smoother. It's you smoother. get higher, you feel things more intensely, and then when you come down, you don't deal with the side effects. It's like a... You yes. Know yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, let's. I mean, if you want to do this, name like our best cokeheads. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of cokeheads. I mean, you want to talk? I mean, you, you, I you feel like my favorites. Got... Can't talk about my favorites. Yeah, go ahead. Chris Brown, one of my favorites, bro. Yeah, he said, "You gotta have your scene." It was about. Um, he was not coke he was at that time. He wasn't on coke, <laughs> coke, coke at that time. But Fine China, you thought Fine China was oh. about was about an Asian bitch. Yeah, he had a forty out forty song album. Cocaine. You know who that dude was about? But I got you though, because because cokehead coke Chris Brown is what is what has sustained him to be thirty years old and after beating a bitch come back from it. Cocaine she was beat him too. Oh yeah, but they were in a bad relationship. We're not. I'm not advocating for none of that. But Chris Brown, I got Chris. So Chris Brown. His won. last album had 40-something songs And there were a lot of bangers on that motherfucker. You can only do that if you're on coke, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. I got you right now, though. He, I, I'm okay, so I think Chris Brown got on coke around fame. Well, you're 2011. That, no, that's 2011. Too early, that's too early. 2012, Fortune? I think graffiti. Graffiti is on no, 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 I'm sorry. I think... Uh, I said fame, I bro. think I think he got on, on X, album X. X? Okay, I don't have X in my joint. Right there, right there at the bottom. Where's X at? Right there. 2014. 2014. Oh, definitely, because he that's on Fine China. Yep. Yeah, you talk about Fine because he's yeah. sniffing the coke on Five China. Yeah, China. yeah. Drunk texting. Listen, he said, "You only he, he wasn't just drunk texting. He was coke texting." Oh, that text might be lit though, because <laughs> he might be saying all the wild shit in that joint, and you have a little bit more like. Hey, shout to Janelle Eco too. She on his bitch. I think when you're on drunk, we gonna let the uh, song rock. What song rock? Mm. I got Lisa consent because the first line will let you know what he's on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Coke. <laughs> the first line is, I'm all up in my feelings. Coke put you, I don't know, I've never been on Coke, but I feel like Coke put you all in your especially feelings. Especially when you, you're dealing with a woman or dealing with a man. All in your feelings. Coke will have you Coke in their feelings. Coke will have you someone. I don't know why we can't just go like, I love you. Like, you the only one that sees me for me. Like, all the bullshit that I do, like, you are the one that's always there. <laughs> I call you and you pick up. Like, I don't know why I even fuck with these other bitches. They ain't shit. You do a lot of coke. You calling the bitch like that. But um, yeah. just to interject, remember remember our place is we're talking about our favorite cokeheads. Yeah, favorite yeah, cokeheads. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there is a very hard-to-maintain balance of drugs. Like Correct. the right amount of drunk, the right amount of high, the right amount of yayo that people try to get at. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking pocket that people want to hit. That's where the best shit comes out that is so hard to hit. But people aim for it so much. So you told me that you should never go for the Trinity. Don't do the Trinity. Listen, the Trinity is alcohol, marijuana, and whatever. 
the whatever you try to do is so hard to maintain. Like, I'm very good at this point in my life. I'm 27. Um, I'm very good at managing my alcohol. I'm very good at managing my marijuana. And I'm very good at managing them both together. But when you try to add that third variable in, it makes it very hard to balance. But there is like a perfect balance. And this is... This, and this the is pocket. Like, the pocket. There is a very good pocket. And I'm just talking about for creative purposes. Obviously... You shouldn't be doing these things. You shouldn't be abusing your body this way because it takes a toll. Yeah, you should but not be working at 95 off no, cocaine. Off the Trinity. <laughs> off the Trinity. Do not be off the Trinity trying to maintain Don't a lifestyle. Don't run the business off the Trinity. Don't do it because this way that business is going to fail. Factuals. But I'm just talking about as a partier and as someone that likes to enjoy their self, you could do two and maintain a business. Oh, of course. You yes. can do alcohol and marijuana and run a successful business and be a very good father, very good mother, very good... Well, this is... Uh, this is off the stipulation that you're doing this off the clock. Yes, yes. See, don't yes, be bro, at listen. the workplace off oh the beam. Don't be off coke off. You're in, an in addict at a certain point, but it's very hard to know the point. Between the hours of nine to five, you're, you're an addict at some point, but it's very hard to know the point when you're on drugs. Because mm. there are people that just like to party and enjoy themselves, but the addict line is, it starts to teeter. When yeah, you're doing things every day. Yeah, and it's overlapping into mm-hmm. nights, to days, into to months. You know what I'm saying? That's when it gets very hard. That's why I don't recommend this. That's why we're not advocating these things at all. We're just speaking again from, at all. But we're just speaking from a real place about these substances. Marijuana was marijuana goes from the ground. Correct. I didn't make. I didn't manufacture marijuana correct when when wheat ferments it just so happens to create alcohol mm-hmm. these are natural things the coca leaf grows naturally from the ground yes if you suck on a coca leaf you're gonna feel its effects yes so that's all i'm saying but we're, i was talking about the pocket i feel like that's where people get in trouble they try to find the pocket they try to stay in that place you can't stay there bro it's not a place you want to stay if you've reached it you've reached it but don't 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 chase the dragon. Don't chase the dragon. Don't chase the dragon. Don't chase the dragon. But back to our favorites. I just had to go there because the pocket. I had to talk about the pocket. Mm-hmm. Do not do three drugs at one time. It's not going to end up well for you. <laughs> um, but um, back to our favorites. Chris Brown, Whitney Houston. Oh, my God. Whitney Houston is the only artist to really make me cry. Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. I'm sure Mariah Carey's done coke as well. Um, Mariah Carey. Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Chris Brown. Um, Basquiat, I love paintings. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh didn't cut his ear off. I'll be right. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll talk about this, baby. And this is not MC Hammer, though. This is not MC Hammer. This, this the original, the original Coke Don Dada. He was doing a crack rock at one point, though. She's a very freaky girl. Hey, but guess what? Can't bring home to my mom. She will never let your spirits down. And he's not talking about a woman. <laughs> it's a metaphor for a woman, but he's talking about she's alright. He's trying to tell right. you. He's telling you she's about the go. Right with me. He's talking about the yayo. Yeah. He's talking about the yayo. Because guess what? Women are drugs as well. You could become a drugs are not just substance. Women, men, some women get addicted to men. Some men get addicted to women. Sex is a, a lot drug. of men get addicted to women. A lot of women. We not. We not. And, and it gets toxic. At some yeah, point, it's which, a different which, conversation. Which all fits into the the thing that we're paying. Like it gets toxic at some point. Being addicted to anything is toxic. So I think where we're getting at 
before you're going at Terry is yeah. moderation and understanding your limits. Mm-hmm. If you know, like I know if, um, all right, let me let me give you an example. We're at the bar. Mm-hmm. We've been drinking, but you know, and we've all been there when a nigga order a shot, a round of shots. You know that shot is the one. Is the one. You you are like I'm already. I turned. can't do no more. I can't do no more. But you know that shot is the one. It's gonna put you over. That is how you should take your drugs if you do drugs. Resist that last one. Yeah. Don't do it. Like if you at a good level and you whoever you doing cocaine with, like yo, let's do more of a bump. And you're like, nah, I can't do it. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Don't be like uh, Jordan Belfort. The Belfort. Bel- Bel- Jordan Belfort from uh, yes. Wolf Yes. He wanted one more hit of the Quaalude. Ruined his fucking life. Ruined his life. He was a functioning Quaalude. That's how it is, but like, it's on a grander scale, but like, that's how it is, bro. Like, the temptation is going to push you over the limit. You, it's so hard to manage these things, bro. That's, that's why we're not advocating them. Because not at all. it's hard to manage them. They're fun. They're very fun. But it's not the way you should live day in and day out. And I... I like I, just, I keep trying to say this. We're not telling you to do no drugs. We but, can't stop people from doing drugs. But drugs are a part of life. Can I add on to you? Chris said we're not telling you to do drugs, but there's a reason why people do drugs. They, they have a lot of feel fun. good. They have a lot of fun. You think people drink because they don't like it? Alcohol is disgusting. We only real for it. Like a lot of alcohol tastes nasty. It, like, most of it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, uh, again. Terry comes up with the one-liners that have inspired my life. It's not about the, the taste. journey. It's not about the taste. It's about the experience. I say it's not about the taste. It's about the experience. Oh, okay. Well, it's not. Yeah, basically same thing. Yeah. Not about the journey. It's about the experience. The journey of drinking alcohol is probably trash ninety-five percent of the time. The experience. Yeah, but experience. You have a great night. Mm-hmm. You and your memories. Niggas, you and your bitches have memories. Hell yeah! Shout out to women. You, you know, know you and your bitches had the best shit when y'all was drunk. Yes. When you was drunk, she did that crazy shit. She talked to that cute nigga. Yes. She drove. She she fucking fell. You threw yes. up. You found that good food spot. Mm. It all happens when you're under the influence of something. Yes, when you do it responsibly. But that yayo, hmm. I'm pretty sure it's probably mm. a wild, a that wild shit, ride. That shit magnifique. Oh, so let me just round out my top five. Mm. So Chris Brown, you added Rick James in that moment. Uh, Rick James is in my top five. Rick James. He's not in mine though, but. He should be. He's definitely. He maybe, should, he's an easy starter. Maybe because I know about his stories because yeah. of Dave Chappelle. That's some cocaine shit. I put Jimmy. Ooh, Jimmy Hendrix. I had Jimmy in there, even though Ooh. RP him, RP him, man, RP him. Um, but um, I don't like my I don't like my my artist to die. But like that's that's what happens when you're pushing yourself mm-hmm. when you're doing too much. Like your body can only handle so much, and yeah. you and you you don't know your limit till you reach it. Right. So that's why we're not advocating to push it. So Chris Brown, Whitney Houston, um, Basquiat, Jimi Hendrix, and I'm gonna throw in a wild card right now. Hmm, think of actor, some actor that I know did coke. Well, I mean, he's probably gonna be in both of our lists. Who are you gonna say? No, say because I know I'm not thinking what you're thinking right now. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Oh, Robert, Robert Downey. Downey. <laughs> oh, he's top five. <laughs> Easy. That's Iron Man. What he, nigga? I watched uh, in the another. He said. He said. I'm inevitable. He said, I am Iron Man. And snapped. And you know what? That's a testament that you can evolve yes. from the person you was from And guess the what? Past. I bet you he doesn't touch it no more. I he bet doesn't, you, he doesn't even think about it. I bet you Robert Downey, he's like, you know what? I danced with the devil. 
I chased the dragon, yeah. and I realized you can't catch that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up with the dragon. You can't dance with the yeah. devil. I'm going to live my life structured in love and live and be good. But I bet you, guess what? He got enough memories off that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you just want to sit back and just relax. Like, if Yo. I want to talk to Robert Downey about his drug days. Yeah, he might be lit. Oh, my God. Why does no one talk to Robert Why Downey? Why don't he have a documentary? Why doesn't he have anything, bro? But, you got to do that. Yeah, I'm. Hey, Robert Downey, we're gonna contact you soon. And listen, if you can. we're not we're not infatuated. Like I don't have an infatuation. You, bro, like your like story after. is great. Your bro. You have one of the greatest stories ever. You, and our black yeah. people got listen, Stevie. You think Stevie Wonder wrote all them songs no. off of nothing? No. All right, my top five would be. I'm gonna go breezy. I'm gonna go Bobby. He got caught on tape doing. Hey, it. I'm gonna oh, go. Damn. I'm gonna go uh, Rick James. I'm gonna go Robert Downey. Top five. I don't want to go Whitney because that's that's too easy. Because you threw a wild card. Yeah, that's card very in. easy. We talk about Whitney a yeah. lot, and like she's much card, more yeah. than the drugs. Like she is an angel. Mm. She's much more than the drugs. She's an angel. She would have been great without any substance. Damn, I need. We should have took a little bit more time yeah. in production to do yeah. this, but like this is very on the spot, and yeah. you guys are in it with us. Yeah, I can't think. You know what? I can't think of a number five right now. Huh? How we just keep? I feel like Eddie Murphy did mad coke. Oh no, he was sober. He was sober. There's a lot of stories about Eddie Murphy. People say that he didn't do any. He didn't drink or do drugs. Damn. I'm sure he didn't. He was probably fucking that transgender lady in the car. Well, let me take that away then. Martin Lawrence definitely did it. Um, a lot of women in Hollywood. Um, think about the the women singing Pam Grier. Um, Mm. I don't think she did coke. Pam Grier did coke because uh because um Richard Richard uh what's his name. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, there it is. Richard, Richard Pryor. I like Richard Pryor as my top five. But he started doing crack and Well, that's when he was on Coke. Not before he did free base. My bad, free yeah. base. When he started free basing, I'm not with that. But his Coke days, he was. He's, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh, the bell, my guy. He said, oh, Richard Pryor is one of my. I love Richard Pryor. I have his album. If you, uh, on iTunes, you can actually listen to comedy albums on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor's comedy albums on them. Uh, Bicentennial Nigga. Uh, mm-hmm. That nigga's crazy, <laughs> all on um, mm-hmm. iTunes. But, um, so yeah, so Richard Pryor rounds out my top five, man. So uh, I don't, I, I don't think President Coke. We said we don't think President Coke. So, Prince, but a lot of presidents did. Yeah. I just said presidents. Oh, Prince, with Prince, Bill Clinton, Donald, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton didn't do coke. He was doing coke when he got his dick sucked in the Oval Office. I think he bought coke for the hoes. Okay, yeah, just that's his, that's his um yeah. like party pack. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think he did the coke. He's like Donald nah, Trump probably still doing coke. He's like, nah, it's not for me, but I got it's for the for bitches. You. It's for you if you want that. I got it. Like you got like you I know, got weed. I don't drink Alize, but you got it for the bitches. Yes. Okay. Ooh, you know what? Cat Williams. I forgot about Cat Williams. Is, oh, he's a, oh, but he is a great though. But he went. That's when we trying to dance with the devil. Yeah. Trying to catch the dragon. You fucking end up in the hood wrestling with a <laughs> with a teenager. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. You know what I'm saying? He bounced um, back good though. He did bounce back good. When you sober up, like like it's like you need these experiences to make you somebody, but mm. like you don't want the bad experiences. But right. the bad comes with life. Right. It's like You can only learn from the bad. You can only learn from the bad. Negative reinforcement. But you don't want to live in it. Like you don't want that to become your natural state. Again. We're gonna put out multiple times. We're not telling you to do coke. Remember, we're not telling you to do drugs. You know I remember though? Who wanted to be Robert Downey, but it's a fuck-ass Robert Downey. The motherfucker that used to be on Two and a Half Men. What's his name? Charlie Sheen. Uh, they call HIV. Well, that's his fault. He, yeah, all he, that he danced really with the devil. Like he, he thought he could keep yeah, up. Yeah, nah. He, he can't keep he, up. Nah. He can't keep up. So, uh, Pablo Escobar. I just want to keep naming Coke people. Um, 
Pablo Escobar, any politician, um, any pop star, Madonna, any, Janet Jackson might not have. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Any CEO of a major fortune, oh for sure, a all the all company. the white corporate corporate people who are executive. Lawyers, doctors. Oh, lawyers? That's the definition of a cocaine. Oh, for sure. Wall Street. Yes, Wall Street niggas. That, yes. We just talking about professions. They yes. do a lot of coke. Yeah. Lawyers might be number one. Lawyers and Wall Street. Wall Street. One and two. Yeah, doctors are probably doctors are probably more sane because they have a good heart. They think about healing people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah lawyers, lawyers and, and doctors. Lawyers and, no, no. Truckers. Lawyers and Wall Street. <laughs> one and two. They, they, they keeping the coke game alive by themselves. Honestly. And, um, but to, to the music, because we... Cause we the motif of the episode is the music, man. The rap music about cocaine mm-hmm. is some of the best rap music. Shout out to Gucci, shout out to Thug, shout out to trap music. Trap music. Trap music in general, bro. Like, it's great. Like, the like it's great, but it's like everything has that dichotomy. Everything has those two sides. It's like the good and the bad. Yes. Your mother was hooked on it, but from the pain, you were able to become... A successful person, or the stories that come from out of the gutter, right. out of people, out of people's losses, out of people's right. demise, is what is what propels other people to success. Right. The dark and the light, man. It's a beautiful way to round it out, Terry. It's fucking yeah, man. So again, one more time before we leave, we're not telling you to do coke. We're not. Oh. We're not telling you to do drugs. We're just having an honest conversation. Is cocaine really that bad? <laughs> Just cocaine. So we're not talking about doing more than one drug. We're just talking about cocaine. Uh, Mazda talk says in moderation and responsible and, and responsible. Cocaine is not that bad. Uh, let us know what you think. If we wilding, because we probably all wilding a little bit. We on that. We on that Jim Beam. We on that Jimmy buckets. Um, but let us know. Uh, comment back and let us know, man. We we'll right back. Go to the moon. <laughs> the Migos. Moon. Big drugs. And it's fitting for this conversation. And what's even more fitting is a f- another Florida man story. Mm-hmm. Because you know Florida niggas are on a big drugs. Big drugs. The drugs you don't want to do. The drugs we told you not to be on. Yes. Oh my God. All right. So uh, this week's Florida man story of the week. Florida man attacks woman over talking too much during TV show. Police in Florida say a man shoved a handgun into a woman's mouth after she complained he was talking too much during a TV show. Which 
it's roles reversed. Honestly, I thought it was gonna go like he got mad that she was talking too much and he pulled the strap out, but she told him you was talking too much, nigga, and he got mad and pulled the strap out. So it's ego like, and drugs. Tell me what to do. Yeah, ego and drugs is all all fucked up. All right. This is in Palm Bay, Florida. Police in Florida say a man shoved a handgun into a woman's mouth after she complained he was talking too much during a TV show. The Florida TV, the Florida Today reports 55-year-old Calvin Lindsay was arrested at a home in Palm Bay on battery and assault charges. Um, Palm Bay police did not specify that the show that they were watching. I wish they did because that would have been even more fire. After she complained... That he was talking too much. Lindsay walked into the master bedroom and shut the door. When the woman came in to get a blanket, she heard the sound of a shotgun being racked. She told him that he was. She told him that he was trying to intimidate her, but then he pushed her down and placed the barrel of the handgun in her mouth. Police said the woman broke her tooth. So hopefully, from what I'm seeing, that he did not kill her. Thank God. Thank God. But I will say that this is some Florida shit. And I do want to know. Very petty. It's very petty. And he was looking from his photo. He looks fed the fuck up. He's like, I do it again. <laughs> and I want to know what was the show. Like, if yeah, was, why didn't he put that in the story? Like, if he, if what do white people watch? Uh, Florida white people. Could be anything, bro. Like, if, if you saw him do like an episode of like Queen of the South. Oh, I, I, I like Queen of South, so like, don't talk during that. Don't Chris talk. Shoot don't talk. I'll pull the strap out. Uh, what do white people in Florida watch? Who knows, nigga? You're uh, not a white person from Florida. The Big Bang Theory? The, no, bitch. If you see <laughs> the Big Bang, nigga, I'll shoot you. The fuck's wrong with you? So, I'll be NCIS or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that shit on the in the air? I think so. I think LL Cool J on that bitch. One of them. Like, they have like six different types of like uh, spinoffs. Bow on that joint. He's like cyber CSI. Mm, yeah. Shout out to Bow Wow Legend. And people need to understand it. Like, it's all good. He was, but that shit got canceled. But at the end of the day, it's never that serious. Um, if you're talking too much, take that uh, with a, a grain of salt. And maybe you are talking too fucking much. Sit down and watch the show. No one likes when someone's talking over the show because they want to watch the show. He OD'd and pulled out a gun for no reason. He could have just went away and, you know, did his own thing. Smoked a cigarette. Drink a high life or something. Whatever white people in Florida do. Oh, drink a high life. So, don't do that. Please don't. That is the Florida Man Story of the Week. Thank you, Briss, for the Appreciate Florida it. Man Story of the Week. Um, Florida gonna Florida. I really look forward to the next. You know, we're going to keep doing Florida Man Story of the Week, even when my man Doc does come back and gives us the educational piece of the week, just to add a little levity. Yeah. And to even just let you know that the world is still evil and you got to uh, keep your keep yourself safe out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm back with the spiritual moment of the week. Um, is the part that I have to give to the show my contribution, even though we talk about funny shit and real shit, and we might be a little bit abrasive at sometimes. Understand that we are good at heart, and we are spiritual at heart, and we are connected to things higher than us. Um, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet as always. I don't got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. I don't got no answers. I gotta say that that's like my little little hack, little what you call it, catchphrase. Yeah. But um, actually, I'm gonna read from the Bible today, man, and um. I've been doing it more through this this past week, you know, because 
whatever you feel about Christianity or about religion or about organized religion, I will say one thing about the the holy books, quote unquote holy books. They do have great lessons in them. Like above all else, the lessons and the teachings that are in these books, most of them are pretty good and you can apply them to your daily life. So I'm going to read from the Bible today and this is Proverbs 4. Uh, Verses 20 to about 24. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Um, And it goes a little something like this. Do not let them out of your... No, my bad. 20 to 23. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep uh, Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them. And health to health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep keep corrupt talk from far from your lips. Now, I'm gonna hone in on one little section that I really that I really liked, and it actually c- connects to the like the culture that we live in today. Uh, verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And I, Chris, I know you know this verse. What do he say? Keep your heart three stacks. Keep, Keep your heart. heart. So, above else, man, you in this world, all this evil that we talked about, this Florida man story, you gotta guard your heart, man. Like, don't lose it. We talked about drugs this episode. We talked about how they could be fun. We talked about dabbling in things and experiencing things and going places that you. you know what I'm saying we talked about the things, but like above else, above all else, man, you gotta guard your heart. You got to make sure that you still have that center. Like the heart is not in the middle of your body, but it really is your center. Like your heart and your feelings and your, your compassion. All the things at the end of the day is what keeps you in a place to where I know, especially me, a place where I can live with myself. A place where I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, Terry, yeah, you messed up. But like, I know you still got a good heart. I know you still a good person and you're not out here just doing evil things for the sake of being evil or just doing things just for your own gratification. Keep your heart, man. Don't lose it. Because from your heart, that's where everything else flows. Like, from your heart is how you, is your balance. We talk about balance before on the show, man. Your heart is the place to where it keeps you level. And when you, when you lose that and you're not acting in that and you just let that go to the side, that's where things get dicey. That's where things get scary. That's where things get dark. So for your spirituality and for your peace of mind and for your mentality going through this week, I want you to just remember that, man. Remember that. Keep your heart because everything comes from that, man. Everything flows from your heart. You said it. I mean, it's important. Like, when I realized, like, you haven't been off the episode. You haven't been, like, doing anything where you haven't been a part, uh, not a part of the episode. Like, maybe, like, once or twice. But when I I tried to fill in for you, Mm -hmm. it's difficult. Yeah, it's different. That's why we haven't tried to try to fill in for Doc, man. It's hard to fit. Like, if I tried to come up with topics, bro, I don't know how I would do it. So, it's I, hard, I man. Mean, yeah. It's difficult for you. It's difficult for me to like get into that spiritual bag that you get that you're into. Yes, like I'm very spiritual as well, but like I don't know, like in your process of figuring out uh, what you want to talk about this week, it's important, and I think it's it's, it's something that is. Spe- very special for you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you know, you do that. a really good job at it. I appreciate that, you know, man. Keep your heart. Keep your heart, bro. And that's one of my favorite lines and one of my favorite songs of all time, man. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Like, these girls are smart. 
Girl, smart. And you don't love heart. these hoes, right? My bitch is choosy. Loving, never fuck with And then see, and that's why the balance. You see, because the balance of that song, like, if everything got balanced, bro, the balance of that song, man, you got Andre 3000, um, Big, Big Boy, Boy Pimp C, and Bun B. Two and two. Yeah. Two groups came together to make that song. Mm-hmm. You got Pimp C, one of the coldest, coldest people out here. Bun B, who balances him out. Bun B is the knowledge. To, 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 to Pimp C Then you got Andre and, and Big Boy They balance each other out Can I tell you something? Go ahead This might be a different conversation we Go ahead Tell today, you where we want to But it was barbershop talk uh-huh. I was getting a haircut recently And this nigga that was in the barbershop Was talking about like How he does not like Southern music And I was like that's fine But then he was like So I was like So you don't like Bumby or Pimp C? He was like No they don't be talking about shit I'd be like you're and tricky, I, I, I just, I just thought, I just, I didn't want to get in the conversation. I just wanted to. Yeah, hear you got to pick your battles. You like, let me hear this shit. I just want to hear him. He was like, Pimp C don't talk about shit. Pimp C was a face and and blah 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 and Bumby. He never listened to music. I was like, but and he he acknowledged his bias. He's like, maybe I just have a New York bias. But he's like, but I grew up in the South. I'm like, nah, so yeah. I don't understand your bias, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, I can understand how you might feel like New York rappers might be more lyrical per se, just because of like the stigma of New York. And you have Jay Z, you have Nas, you have Big L, you have Fat Joe, you have all those people that have been classified as lyrical yeah. rappers. So it's like, but that's the stigma that the South and the South rappers have been trying to overcome from the beginning. From the beginning, is that like, you can rap too, my nigga. Bro, he talked, like, Bun B was talking about putting, like, he tried to unite this out, like, because we talked about this episode, we talked about how selling drugs kind of negatively affected the black community. Correct. And Bun, Pimp C talked about that amongst the rap community. He was like, we are fighting each other. Mm-hmm. We're working against each other. We need to come together. Mm-hmm. And this song I just played was a song that he, he was like... All these South artists, especially in Houston in particular, y'all need to stop beefing with each other. We need to come together and fight the real enemy. It's not your neighbor. It's not the dude that, that you thought tried to talk to your girl. It's the person that's keeping your mother from owning her house. Or the, you know what I'm saying? Like, for that dude in the barbershop to say that, bro, he's just not well-versed. Yeah, and that's where I was at, like, in my... Mind state. I was like, I'm not even gonna try to like argue with this person. Like he was like, I don't like no soft rappers. Like I used to like Wayne. And I'm like, yeah, like I don't like you know. I, I like T uh, I and GZ. I'm the like, song is called Knocking Doors Down. I'm like, but do you understand? Like, rap a lot. Rap a though? lot. Records. Is Atlanta. Atlanta basically runs the the, 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 music, the industry. music industry right now. The sound of music is coming from the south. Like you might, not, and he's like, I still listen to you know Nori and Capone Nori. And I was like, well, that's your I problem. Respect it, but what is Nori? Listen, no disrespect to Nori, bro. Salute to Drink Champs, bro. Like, bro, bro. Like, what do they own? I be, Nori has talked openly about not owning his own music. The people in the South, you know what they they, they own, own their masters. Their masters. Selling mixes out the trunk, selling albums out the trunk. Master Pete, like. Just and, and that's what that's just the progression of art. It came from New York and then the South perfected it. Mm-hmm. They got the business right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I let that man talk because it's, it's. I mean, one thing I think I don't think we've had this conversation about barbershop talk, but you gotta let people just talk. Yeah, especially in the barbershop, because niggas will just be talking and you be like, "Yo, you really can't be thinking like this." And sometimes I realize that people do have wild ass thoughts, and especially in our community, <laughs> they I'm gotta like, get them out somewhere. You gotta get them out, and I'm like, bro, like you can't be walking around in real time. 
mm-hmm. with these thoughts. So get out in the barbershop. Get out of the Say your dumb shit because listen, I say dumb shit too and you've, you've heard me on this podcast. <laughs> so you know everything's not all thought Facts. out and, and, and perfected. So Facts. we do need that space to say that. Yeah, man. Um, so thank you guys for listening to another episode. You can follow us at, uh, you know, uh, Mazda Talks at Instagram and on Twitter. Um, you can follow individual uh, individual accounts if you like. Uh, Monsterful baby. There it is. I'm at the real underscore the real SL. Dots at spacely with three Y's. Um, send us the emails at mazatalkspod at gmail.com. And remember, baby, on the path to Florida, there are two rules. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the code. And do a little coke in between. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back, man. We'll be back next week, man. Peace, man. I got this. Shut her in. Yo, G's. Yeah. What's up? Y'all know it's the 103, nigga. Yeah. 103, nigga. Yeah. I say I'm married to the gang. She even got a wedding ring. Six white cars and I put that on airplane. White beans, white Porsche, white bed, white rain, white bed, white brain. Yeah.